Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're very welcome along to the Big Red Bench. We're here with you until 7 o'clock. What a day it has been for two Cork sides. St. Finbar's the Munster Club Football Champions for the first time since 1986. The reigning All-Ireland Champions, Morn Abbey, back in another All-Ireland Ladies Club Football final. It's been a tremendous today for those Cork sides. And, of course, we have all the best reaction coming our way right here on the bench. From the bars, we're going to hear from Paul O'Keefe, Ian McGuire, Alan O'Connor, Stephen Sherlock and uh, Dennehy. And we are going to hear from from, um, John O'Shea, who's covering the match for us uh, at the bars as well up in Torres I should say uh, from more than that we're going to hear from Shane Rowan we're going to hear from Laura Fitzgerald Vicky Wall Brito Sullivan Darren O'Sullivan and uh, Jerry Max going to be along for analysis as well you're listening to The Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM Delighted you could join us on the bench tonight. Get your messages of congratulations into us here on the show for the Bars and to Morn Abbey. The Bars, the all are the Monster Champions for the first time since 1986. What a party is going to be in Toker today. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us and uh, leave us a message, 0868104106, and we'll read them out in just a little bit. What a fantastic, fantastic performance from the Bars today. Uh, against uh, a fancied Austin Stack side in Thurless. 2 9 to 110 was how it finished. Killian Myers Murray with the goal in the first minute, like the first 30 seconds actually for the Bears. And then he getting the second goal later on to secure the win uh, there for the Tokers side. So fantastic stuff indeed uh, for from the Bears. So brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. And uh, they'll face Kilku of Down, who've beaten the Fermanagh champions. Derry Gunnelly Harps 310 to three points. Kilku retaining their AIB Ulster Senior Club Football Championship title. And as I mentioned, fantastic stuff from Warren Abbey, who are back in an All Ireland final, beating Dunmore of Meath and beating them very comfortably as well. This Warren Abbey side absolutely relentless 6-17 to 5 points was how it finished this afternoon a 30 point win for the Cork side reaction to come and uh, all the analysis from our man Ger McCarthy coming up in just a little bit Galway champions Kilcarran Clonburn beating Dunamoyne of Monaghan 2-8 points in the other last four encounter so it will be Moran Abbey versus Kilcarran Clonburn in two weeks time Elsewhere today, the All Ireland Hurling Champions Limerick Toots of the Munster Cup finals. They beat Kerry 4 29 to 11 points at the Gaelic Grounds. They'll face Clare in the final. Henry Shefflin has suffered his first loss as Galway Hurling manager. They lost 3 29 to 19 points in the Wash Cup at Parnell Park today. Kilkenny beating Leash 127 to 24 points in the Premier League and uh, results from earlier on today. Jack Harrison hat-trick at the London Stadium saw Leeds United beat West Ham by three goals to two this afternoon. Guy Swindles was watching this one for us. West Ham two, Leeds three. Jack Harrison hat-trick seeing Leeds home, but what a game. Leeds took the lead three times. West Ham equalised twice. First of all through Bowen and uh, the second time through four nails. In between time, Leeds hit the bar, missed two sitters, had a goal disallowed controversially for VAR. West Ham also had a goal ruled out. And Jared Bowen, with the last flick of the match, managed to put an open goal over the top from three yards. West Ham two, Leeds three. 
Got a comfortable win for Liverpool today. Shane Pennington was at Anfield. Liverpool 3, Brentford 0. And it's the first win in four league games then for Jurgen Klopp's side who moved back into second and cut Manchester City's lead at the top to 11 points. The host dominated throughout and took the lead when Fabinho headed home Trent Alexander-Arnold's corner. It was two when Alex Oxlade chamberlain headed home Andy Robertson's cross and Takumi Minamino made it three after Liverpool took full advantage of a Brentford mistake when they tried to play out from the back. It's four defeats in five now for Thomas Frank's men. Liverpool three, Brentford nil. Everton, meanwhile, have sacked Rafa Benitez after just six months in charge. Yes, there's two undefeated struggling Norwich. Leaves the Merseyside Club 16th in the table, just six points above the relegation playoff, play, or relegation places, excuse me. Leicester hammering 14-man Montpellier today, 89 points to seven. Poulet of the Champions, Coblio Colinside running in 13 tries in total at the RDS. It was the first game in over five weeks. Colin praising his players at halftime. I think the guys applied themselves well over the last number of weeks, training-wise. Been a frustrating period for all. Um, but, yeah, look, for us it was just about trying to control what we can get out there playing back here was great you know lovely day great crowd and um, like the lads put on a good show which is good so some concern from an Irish point of view though Tyke Furlong withdrawn through injury after just over five minutes the Six Nations gets underway in less than three weeks elsewhere Ulster beating Northampton 24 points to 20 at Franklin's Gardens they made it three wins from three they've secured their place in the last 16 golf Shams power in his high for Thursday prepares for the final round of the Sony Open in Hawaii he tees off from 14 under par he's four shots behind the leader Russell Henley of the United States power on the course uh, just after 11 o'clock Irish time Lee Robertson is 5-3 up on Barry Hawkins in the Masters final they resume later on this evening so the first to 10 will be crowned uh, champions Ireland have bowled the West Indies out for 2-12 in their third one day international with Ireland uh, Ireland will go into bat shortly this series tight level at one apiece in Jamaica well, we are going to start in that fantastic, fantastic win for the Bears today in that Munster final. First Munster Championship title since 1986 with that win over Austin Stacks today. John O'Shea was there for us and he spoke to Ian McGuire, the Bears captain. Uh, Ian McGuire and St. Finn Bears, Munster senior champions, I said it has this kind of a special ring to it. Yeah, just unbelievable feeling. Just being out here, obviously, all the crew and stuff have left now, like, but again it's just soaking in the moment again it was obviously relief after the game but for us we're just incredibly proud proud of ourselves and proud of the club like you know we're ter- like a tremendous club with a lot of history and we feel like we've etched a bit of our own history here but we're not done yet you know that's the most important thing from our perspective is that we got through to a, we got through the Munster final got over the line and now we're in the final four which is unreal to say you know as a Bears person absolutely and that desire from the outset to, 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 to your will to win it was clear from the outset yeah we started like a house on fire in fairness like and that's credit to Paul O'Keefe Jim Joe Rochi, they had us well primed, you know. And we we came out firing. We we had our plan, like we knew what we were doing, like like we we had kind of had him sussed in terms of pressing our kick out. And again, to be fair to Killian Murray, who has been brilliant since the county final in terms of I think he's after notching in one five one six from play, like that's, that's a very big return, like you know, in three big games. And again, it just kind of goes to show the kind of team that we have at the moment, the thirty plus that are training, like Killian Murray with a huge contribution, and uh, Colin Baird who came off the bench again, Billy in the corner, Sam. Like just we're getting different contributions from all over the pitch, and that's what it takes to win championship football at this stage, you know? Absolutely, because you know, see today, though, it's 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 a fair from a one men kind of team, but even the, even the panel, there's guys who come on and make an impact like it's a kind of a real strong spot effort yeah, yeah like look I know there's obviously narratives out there about the Statner thing like Sherlock's super score and you know like obviously we're a running team like so you know host and like, obviously Brian Hayes like these fellas are like they break the line and they're brilliant at it and again that's our that's our calling here 
but again we knew Stacks would get bodies behind the ball so we were going to have to skin the cat the other way you know? and I thought Scully was brilliant bringing the ball forward Brian gave us something different inside at times you know we, I suppose we threw him a curve ball from the throne and it worked a, it worked a charm like you know they're obviously known for their big man inside like we threw it, we threw it at them and they couldn't defend it so they mustn't be doing that in training but um, we were very happy with it we just obviously our third quarter is something where we need to learn from a big time you know yeah and you could see it was probably a bit calmer now and everyone seems to have left but uh, just, uh, do you see that on the full time whistle how much it meant to like the players and the supporters yeah the session won't. it was uh, incredibly special and uh, like similar to the county final obviously like you know, the club as whole is very close and it's gotten closer over the last couple of years in terms of the like obviously the success definitely helps you know but there's a lot of work going in the underage and again like even with COVID I think the club even though we probably haven't been in the, the, the club much over the last few years we've come closer in terms of like different things and like obviously the juvenile guard of honour the other night was another sign of it but yeah. the scenes after the game are superb and again this like we're from talk obviously City Club but like you know there's huge support there and again obviously narrative about they bring a huge support like, like we might uh, feel like we match them on the pitch I hope we, I think we match them off the pitch as well especially when Buddy Scar with the megaphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely um, so I was going to actually do a much of an enjoyable game to play in that sense as well you know? yeah like I, you find those games obviously I, there's experience from playing the country but again the big moments like when Killing got that goal there was a roar there it was brilliant you know like you could feel you know seven foot tall again there was a couple of key kickouts there at the end where you, you got on the ball and you it's like you feel like you're home and home or you're, you're rushing to get up yeah. the pitch because you know the crowd are on and again it was just brilliant it was it was just a, a surreal experience to be honest because we've obviously been here before we got a hammer in there a couple of years ago learn from it and just to come here today get a win bring a cup home in the circumstances that we've had and just brilliant you know, it's, it's, un- it's surreal to be honest yeah and obviously, it's obviously special to bring it back to Tokyo I think the first same Finn Barris team since 1986 so maybe you're kind of joining pretty illustrious company like with yeah, the famous teams in again the this is probably something we'll all be laughing and joking about later when we're at the Bears or whatever you know but I think for us like we're not getting too caught up in down the road you know we're taking it game by game that's yeah. credit to Jim and the lads Rochi, Cummins, Paulo, Keeler Neymar there did I forget someone probably Eric Bart. Um that like you know we're, we're staying focused you know we're probably all thinking we're going to enjoy tonight or whatever but again we're going in Tuesday and Thursday and we're, we're, pre- we're preparing for an All-Ireland semi-final which look as a player from my own perspective geez, I couldn't wait till I put on the blue jersey whether it was whatever grade it was and now I'm yeah. we we sang I but we're in an All-Ireland semi-final now it's, it's a surreal feeling and I, I think we're all just appreciating the moment you know because 2018 was a long time ago we weren't too sure we'd be coming back and you know to our final four brilliant yeah and ดอบซีเดอบซีเดอบซีเมเอเวนเดฟเลตโคบินิงเทเรบอสเดอบซีเมเอเวนเดฟเลตโคบินิงเทเรบอสเดอบซีเมเอเวนเดฟเลตโค
again the beauty of this is that like just growing up with most of the lads a lot of us are the same age like Sam and uh, Keeney obviously Alan they're all like we've grown up together and to share that moment at the end and I mean I had a surreal moment there of watching Ender go around the keeper like it was unreal yeah. you know and just brilliant you're winning with your buddies winning with your family and it's just it's incredible and long may I continue that's Ian Maguire there of the bar summing up their Munster title win today absolutely fantastic stuff from the Toker side uh, and a fantastic victory for them today let's now hear from the manager Paul O'Keefe yeah look it's it's phenomenal it gets better kind of every minute after post-match you know look the initial thing after the match is you kind of can't believe it and I'm I'm still kind of pinching myself thinking that uh, what has just happened you know um, so just fantastic great for the club you know and, and it just um, you know look I'm involved coaching some of the underage teams as well and I know what that'll that'll do for the for the club underage as well you know so kind of it, it's it's incredible yeah we don't do it easy like you know like every every game we've we've had drama you know and you know when I, when I saw the second goal going in you're going to five points up game is almost over I said surely no I said that's it you know because of going in the half time we were six points up we left that league go and then and said finally look we kind of got to grips with it and then went five up and kind of said surely we'll, we'll, we'll see it out and then they got the goal and you know it was it was down, I think it was down to a point and I was going to I actually felt they'd draw you know and I said look if they brought us the extra time they'd probably win you know because I think look they had a large amount of the momentum in the second half you know we, we did a, we had a very good first half um, but look just managed to kind of seal the deal in the end of the day which was great I think it's always important kind of let that last quarter just to be able to bring on that little bit of pace and just that, that extra energy you know and it was just a case of, you know, look, we took off fellas that weren't necessarily playing particularly poorly, but it just gives you that, uh, gives you that bit of momentum. And, and then you have the likes of Shieldsy coming on who can, who can run the game for you in the last quarter, you know. And, and again, look, he showed his, his merit out there as well, you know. And uh, look, there's a very strong bench there looking and... and, and you know, you've different players doing different things, you know, and, and it's great to be able to have that kind of depth there, you know, because it's not just five we have, like you probably have seven or eight guys that are in contention all the time and they're driving themselves on in training as well. So, you know, it's good to be able to give reward fellas for their performance in training as well. And then, you know, but you know that you're going to use, you know, look, I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think we'll ever play a game where we're not using 20 players, you know, and you, you empty the bench and, and you get the rewards at the end for it. Like That's that's the great thing about uh, about this bunch, you know, and I've, I've kind of been saying it all the time, look, that, you know, they're not they're not satisfied. And look, I think that comes from the history of the club as well. You know, they're, they're trying to mark out their own, their own legacy and stuff. And, you know, that comes with, you know, matching what the teams in the 80s did, you know, that won all Ireland clubs. And, like, that's the bar that, that's set for us. And I don't mean that in any kind of patronising or arrogant kind of way, like, but I think that's the way the lads look at it. You know, look, if they, if they want to be recognised as, as, a, as a great Bears team, uh, which they're, they're not far off it after today, um, then that's, that's, that's what we need to go for. Do you know? Now, look, we'll have a massive challenge in the semi final, no doubt about that, and that, that's going to be a ferocious game. But, look, every game from here on in is going to be ferocious. So, you know, we expect the challenge. The big bench on Cork, Trina Fennis, Paul O'Keefe of the Bar speaking after their victory today. Uh, a fantastic result for them this afternoon in the Munster Ch- Club Championship final, the AB Munster Club Championship final, beating uh, Austin Stacks by two points uh, up in Thurles. Plenty more reaction to come from the Bar's camp. Let's keep it going. John O'Shea in conversation with Alan O'Connor. 
Right, um, Alan O'Connor, um, St. Finbar's Munster Senior Club Champions, I'd say that's a, a nice ring to Ah, uh, look, it's a great feeling. Uh, do you know, we think back to the year we've had now, and you know, a lot of the people in the club have come up to us and literally been saying, thank you, thank you, lads, this is what we're going for. Do you know, we're, we're playing for ourselves as well, but we're playing for the community around us, and look, you can see here by the turnout and by the way kind of people are reacting, it means a lot to not just the players, but the management, the club, and the community as a whole. Look, this, it's a fantastic feeling, and look, please God, we're not done yet, you know? Absolutely, and that desire to, to win the title, you would see it from the outset, so you, how much you wanted it. You know? Yeah, yeah, look, I think one of the things that we've been kind of, we've been bred on really all year and for the last few years is hard work is a minimum, you know, if you're not the hardest working team, you know, you don't have a chance at this level, every team at this level is strong, so we were always going to get out there and we were always going to give it our all. Um, I think one of the things that we brought to the table as well is desire off the bench as well, you know, look, you see the fellow who comes on, like the, the impact they made, they'd end this goal, like it's, it's incredible to see, like, you know, the, the level of impact that fellas come on and the, the kind of wanting to win and, you know, look, that's something we set, we set our goals at the start of the year and we don't want to fall short of them, you know. Absolutely, yeah. You would see guys who've come off, like, coming off from the bench and even John Kieran's making a save down near the end of the so you get, it's, it's fair from a one-man team, like yeah, the Sparrows yeah, team, yeah. And it, it was clear, in clear events today again. Look, I think it's been, it's been the mark of our team all year, you know, we, we, like, we don't, we don't pride ourselves on having a strong team, we pride ourselves on having a strong panel and, you know, like, Mick Cummins always says that and he said, he, like, he's blue in the face from saying it, you know, that every single game, it's not the 15 that start, it's the, it's the 30 and the 45 that we have training week in and week out and, you know, I think, look, like, there's no soft trainings with us because no matter who you're marking, you're a high calibre player and, like, you see that off the bench, every single game we've had a massive impact and, look, it's just incredible to see, really. Absolutely, and, you know, this, this current team now, you've kind of added yourself legacy, um, you know, to the, I suppose, like, if you look around the clubhouse in the bar, over there the night, team, like teams in the 80s that have won these kind of titles, so you're kind of in that kind of illustrious company, you know, it must mean a lot to be in that kind of... Oh, it's incredible, look, I think uh, everyone seems to know the storied history behind the Bears club, you know, you, you, can't, you can't walk through the gates without seeing some sort of legend of the GA. And to be kind of to be part of that now and to put our names next to theirs is, is is an honour in itself. But I suppose look for us, we've always tried to kind of internalise it. We've always tried to keep our focus on on the group we have and, and the task at hand. And that's what we'll do now for the next kind of the next game. And look, please God, we'll get our preparations right and give a co- good account of ourselves. We we really do believe that on our day, if we give a good account of ourselves, we give ourselves a chance to win every single game. And then you know we can look back at the history books once it's all said and done. You know, absolutely. You know, and um, so the next day or two, obviously you'll be enjoying the celebration. I know how much this means to the Bears like, but when it's all said and done it, it's a great opportunity to still have an All-Ireland semi-final like one game from a final to the park, yeah ah, look definitely I think look if you look the back at 2018 like we had an opportunity we had an opportunity in the Munsters and we, we probably squandered it by giving a poor account of ourselves and, and maybe not turning up to the, to the yeah, big event yeah, yeah. You know, that's not something we're looking to repeat we don't want to fall short of our goal you know, this year so look we'll enjoy the celebrations and we'll enjoy the occasion it's, it's a momentous occasion for us and the whole club but we're back to business there now in two weeks time you know, we've, we've a big game to look forward to. That certainly is a momentous occasion. That's Alan O'Connor off St. Finbar's after today's Munster Championship. We're going to hear now from Stephen Sherlock. Munster football champions, uh, there must have a special kind of ring to it. Oh, it uh, doesn't get much better than that really, to be honest. Um, look, we, uh, we came up this week with under, as underdogs in the bookies and everything like that, but in our eyes, we were kind of favourites. We kind of knew once we had the belief that anything is possible, uh, no matter who we were playing, and that'll be the same way going forward. It's always culture in the Bears. Uh, but um, to be Falmouth champions is just an unbelievable feeling we're delighted absolutely and uh, the performance from the outset you, you looked determined like, how much you wanted it was clear from the very outset wasn't it yeah look we're just, we're just an unbelievable group everybody has a job to do and uh, 
look, we just we just went out there with our hearts, uh, and we're just absolutely delighted. I'm literally speechless here right now, like that. I just can't believe in Munster champions, and it's sunny, sunny Sunday up in Torles, like it just it, does, it just really doesn't get much better, like. Yeah, and even even in the second half there when um, Stacks were from the pressure on, the Kenny on the closing stage as he kind of showed your character again. He showed like you know he, your desires, it kind of got you over the line. Yeah, look, we throughout the whole championship, even including the, the monsters and all Ireland and everything. Uh, um, we monsters in the, in the car championship, sorry, uh, that we, we knew full well that uh, um, that we were always going to be up for a battle every single time like that. Not, a lot of the games throughout the, the year we've gone in ahead, and the third quarter we've kind of let ourselves down, and we did today, I know as well. So we just kept believing, we kept plugging away. We knew full well that if we if we just kept doing the right things, that we'd get over the line. Thank you. Yeah, because like you see, like this is it's, it's far from from one man team. Like it's a real collective effort, and that was clear today. Oh, that, that, that's that's the way it is. Has been all year. That's the way it has been since uh, we've gone on the road. Like this kind of group has kind of started become become together since maybe kind of towards the end of 2016, and we're just we're, we're a great group. There's a great special band there. Um, everybody does everything they possibly can for a person next to them, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but um, look, we're just we couldn't be happier now. Like we're in the final, we're in the All Ireland semi final, last war of Ireland. So this is unknown territory for all these lads. Um, a few years ago, there we were just trying to get over the line for a county championship, and here we are in the All Ireland semi final two or three years later. So this is a stuff of dreams for us, really. Yeah, and look, in terms of league this season, wherever you know, um, this this win today. It, it, there's team that the, the Bears teams of the eighties now. There's another chapter added today, and also I mean, it, it, you're kind of in some great, illustrious company there. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you can see, you can see all the legends on the pitch there, like that. Um, there's uh, there's loads of fellas that have won all Ireland's hurling and football uh, for the Bears, and they're all coming on the pitch, and it means just as much to them as it does to us. You know, that's that's what it's all about. That's what the club is all about. That's what the community is all about. No matter who's playing, no matter who's there, no matter who's in the stand, and everything like that, we're all a collective unit. And coming up here today, you can see, like there was unbelievable buzz in the community. All week with flags, yeah. people getting the train, megaphones, and everything like that. Um, in fairness to uh, what the lad Scott there up in the stand there, he was getting the megaphone going to be hoarded. So, um, no, nah, look, it's just, it's just unbelievable. We're, uh, we couldn't be happier really at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought like you'd enjoy the snow for the next day, next couple of days. But it's good like, when, 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 when things kind of settle down, maybe towards the end of the week, to have an all Ireland kind of a campaign. Look, yeah, look, we'll though. enjoy it tonight. Um, we, we, we might enjoy it tomorrow too. Like, we'll see. We'll probably go for it. For a few tomorrow as well, but look, we're straight back down to work then. Like, you know, it's a two, quick two week turnaround. Uh, I said after the point, lad, we, we're not going to leave this goal. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to go at it. Like, I mean, we have now, and we've proven that, that we have. We won a Munster Championship under our belt, but it's not done here for us. So, every, nobody wants us to stop here. Everybody wants to go on and win even more and more. Um, so, look, we'll, we'll enjoy it tonight, we'll enjoy it tomorrow, and we're straight back on the horse now after that. And hopefully, um, we'll give whoever is a kill code at Donny Derry So, like, look, we'll give them. We give them a fair go, and uh, so look, we'll see where that, that takes us. Yeah, Stephen Sherlock of the Bars there speaking to John after today's incredible Munster Championship. Way good here now for the Bars and the Dennehy. Right, in the Dennehy, um, St. Finn Bars Munster Senior Club Football Champion, that is a nice ring to it. Absolutely, we've been we've been waiting a long time for it, um, and you saw it there yourself, command the pitch there, um, what it means to us all. Um, the place went absolutely nuts, and um, it's, it's a phenomenal achievement. Absolutely, and you could see from the outset today, there was a real, I'd say, desire that you three to win it, and that was clear from the outset today. Absolutely, um, like we won the county there two years ago, and we, we came into Munster and we took a bit of a trimming, and um, 
I suppose that didn't sit well with anyone. Uh, we we didn't feel like we did ourselves justice, and uh, we felt like we'd something to make up for. And um, I, I think we made up for it by sealing the deal today. And that's what we set out to do when we got the job done. It might have been pretty at times, but I suppose that that's been the way we've played all year. Yeah, but he, even I suppose he, he came out with a brilliant start but even in the second half when Stacks came back into it you know you, you didn't panic and you, you kind of showed your character and kind of will to win in the end and yeah to be, to be honest we were fairly used to that um, we're, we we kind of tend to play in fits and starts and um, you know, when things kind of go against us nobody panics we just put the head down and we, we go back to basics and work hard and that's been the message all year um, we've been in some very very tight games all year and we've come out the right side of them just through hard work through, through not panicking and whatever it's back to the process back back to the basics yeah and you know it, as you can see even today as well just evidence at times you're far from like a one man team and uh, even a squad as well though even like fellas going on from the binge and making an impact on this bar side as well and it was clear again today absolutely yeah it's, um, it's a phenomenally tough team to, to get into the starting lineup. like I wasn't starting today and hopefully next day it's, it's another thing but um We've, we've, in every position, there's two, or three fellas that can that can make an impact. Someone gets injured or someone, whatever, next man up. And like, I know that's a cliche, but as you saw today, that's that's the way it actually is. Absolutely. And one, once you went to the clubhouse and like in talking the bars, you could see kind of famous teams around the place in the clubhouse and teams that even that won titles at this. Obviously, the first bars team now year since 1986 to win one. So you're joining pretty illustrious company here. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think it's been covered a number of times this week in the in the build-up and things. Like anytime you come out to the club, you've got club legends, Cork legends, you've got generational talents and and whatever. I don't want to get into names because I'll, I'll I'll leave out a few. But it's it's a phenomenal standard that's been set out there, and we're look we're just looking to, to, to carry it on forward and do our bit. And you can even see with the scenes here full time and the minutes after the whistle here on the pitch with the presentation, how much it means to everyone with the club. Absolutely, yeah. Like Joe, we're we're a big enough club, like but. At the same time, we're we're just a small community. Everybody everybody knows each other, and um, we we all get on. We all pull pull together, and you see that in the team. You see that that in the supporters. We're we're all one, and um, it's just a phenomenal thing to be part of. Absolutely, and yeah, and obviously it's phenomenal to be a part of. And even still, you know, um, it, it must be exciting to think that two weeks down time. There's still another massive opportunity and all Ireland. I presume, like when when the dust settles and the celebrations settle down, you'll be kind of gunning now for for that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I suppose back to the the, the the last time we were in Munster, and we don't want to kind of do that to ourselves again and, and let ourselves down. We'll we'll enjoy ourselves now and uh, we'll settle settle back down in the next day or two. And well, we heard reaction there from the bars camp. Now going to the man who was in Thurles for us today, Mr. John O'Shea. Uh, John, um, that was great stuff from the bars. Fought hard, played exceptionally well, and deserved to be McCrum Munster champions today. Well, well, no doubt, um, it was a historic day for the club. Their first Munster title since 1986, and they were—I think they just—they deserved it overall for me, really. You know. Um, they started like a like house on fire and Moyers Murray with the most perfect of stats to get a go. I think 20 seconds was on the clock when he found the back of the net. So it was the most perfect of stats from a St. Finbar's point of view. And they went on to have a, a, a good strong hold on the game in the first half. And they, after the stacks, they came out, I'd say whatever, Wayne Quillen and the manager said at halftime to them and I was Kieran Donnelly, an experienced hitter there as well. They, they, they came out in the second half with whatever they said at halftime, it clearly worked because they came out and they, they, they looked a different team in the in the second half and they had the they, they they looked like the momentum was going with them and then the water break I think came at a good time for 
for the bars and they regrouped and they, obviously it was, it was a real dramatic ending then between first of all John Cairns making an outstanding save to deny um, an Austin Stacks well it looked almost a certain goal but a brilliant save and he's showing yet again this or this season for for the Bears um, he shot Stanley Bill he's in full flow of course everyone can take back to to the, the game against Castlehaven and then that, that county semi-final and he stood up to the plate again and then a couple of seconds later obviously in the Dennehy sprung from the bench connecting well with another so Michael Shields and it just shows again the Bears their strength and depth they, they, and, and it is a real squad game at them there's no one man team and and they're mind the 15 but there's the guys who come on from the bench making impact as well and that, that's a crucial goal and, and it looked like then obviously it felt then they think at that stage they may have it wrapped up but then Austin Stacks come back again and a late goal from Sean Quilter and they set up a bit of a tense finish but <laughs> they, 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 they go over the line and overall they, I think they, they, they just about deserved it for me to mean, the Mayors yeah, it was a tense finish, all right, John. The, the impressive thing, I suppose, when that goal went in, the Bars didn't panic, they just got on with things and uh, just didn't let that goal affect them. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, that's a real trait. With the, so, so, from, it's a real trait. must go to Paul O'Keefe, the manager, and, and uh, all the players and the, the, the backroom staff as well, that there's that, that kind of, that culture is after being created um, within this Bars team. Like, and there's, you should go back a number of occasions throughout the, the, even the county championship, uh, go back to the Aerog, um when they played in the quarter final towards maybe October time, and they were down around six points at one stage in the first half against a, a very good and upcoming Aerog team, and then the likes of Daniel Gooling there as well. But they didn't panic and they came back in and they they they, they got the job done. And then obviously you all know of course, that, that that epic game with um, Castlehaven was one of the was one of the all time memorable games in the the Cork County Championship. And um, their character there as well, and you know you could see that that, that that's a, it's a battle-hardened team, and there's a real that that the ethic is there. They, they don't panic when um, the pressure is put on, and they they seem to find ways to win. You know they they can they can they can obviously there's plenty of scoring ability in the team, and it's well publicised that, that this was the likes of Stephen Sherlock. He's scoring prowess. It's outstanding what he does for, for the Bears, and you know it's, you wouldn't be surprised if he's doing it for. For Cork now later on in the year on the county level, but then I think at the back as well, it, it, it is a real collective effort. This 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 Saint Finbar side, and I think really at the back, well, you know, all the backs were brilliant today. But I think especially Sam Ryan, the job he did on um on Keon Donaghy, uh, kind of man marquee times was brilliant, and like Billy Hennessy was another one who, who I thought stood out in the in the backs. Uh, you know, like from John Kearns right up to the to the full forward, like Myers, Murray, Sherlock, and, and every else in between. So uh, to a man like the, it was it was a great team effort and that that's what it was it was a real collective effort that they got St Finbars over the line. Yeah, it was indeed, and uh, they go now into the All Ireland semi final, John, and they're probably thinking to themselves, there is no reason why why we now cannot go on and win this. Well, no doubt. I mean, like you know, you're only sixty minutes from from an All Ireland final, and I think that's something you know you from talking to. To, as you might from the reaction there of, from, from some of the players at, at full time like, like Ian McGuire Stephen Sherlock you know, I think obviously that they'll enjoy tonight and possibly even tomorrow but I think that it'll be Tuesday and Thursday they'll be back and the heads down to training again because obviously this is a, a significant milestone for the club you know they're going to join some of the, the memorable Bears teams from the 1980s obviously you know, some famous players and they're going to enjoy the illust- join the illustrious company now 
um, down in down in Toker. But like, I think definitely, they, they, I think there's definitely a sense that this, this hurdle has been achieved now. It's, it's a memorable occasion and a memorable day for the club. But they, they don't want to be, they don't want to finish here. They want to go on and, and, and make further history and really just kind of write, write themselves further a further chapter for this current crop of players into the history of St. Finbars. And I think that they, 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 they're going to be going for it and they're, they're, I'd say they're going to give it a right go now in All-Ireland Championship run. I think it's the Ulster champions they're playing in the in the final four. So that, that it'll be a good test, but like, I think it's one that they, they'll get down and they'll make sure they're as prepared as they possibly can for it. Yeah, and that'll be Kilku of Donald they'll face in the final today. They had a big win today in uh, their uh, Ulster final. They beat Derry Gunnelly Harps uh, by a, a good margin today. So it'll be a, a tough opponent for them in the semi-final, but fingers crossed uh, St. Finbars that can do it. John, thanks very much for everything today, covering the match with the Big Red Bench, and I uh, will talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Roy. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. Cork's Red FM. Hello, you can join us on The Big Red Bench this evening. Roy, with you until 7pm. Green and Red with us. Three hours of the best Irish music coming your way between 7 and 10 tonight. Of course, you just heard from the King there, Neil Prendeville. He's back tomorrow morning from 9am. We are going to uh, talk more Abbey now. They were in incredible form today. Relentless is how you describe the Cork side today as they defeated Dunboyne of Meath 6-17 to 5 points was out finished in Moran Abbey today so they are now in the All-Ireland Ladies Club Football Championship final they will face the Galway champions Kilcarran Clonburn who beat Dunamoyne of Monaghan today 2-8 to eight points was how that finished our man Jeremy McCarthy was there of course he was in Moran Abbey today and spoke to Moran Abbey boss Shane Ronin. Right, and a momentous day for Moran Abbey back in overall Ireland final 6-17 to last five you can hear the crew and the players mad behind me but Shane Ronan you wanted to mention two very important people Yeah, look, Jara um, I suppose look, it's a huge day for us here today but um, a very sad week for the country and, you know, I, I'd like to on behalf of myself and everyone in Moran Abbey and everybody involved in the Cox Senior Ladies team to express our sincere condolences to Ashley Murphy's family um, a terrible tragedy and, you know, I think it's brought the country you know, it's, it's opened up people's eyes to what's, what can be happening in this country and I think, you know it's very very poignant to see all the vigils around the country and look it's a very very sad time for all those people who know her especially her we have a lot of teachers there in the squad you know it's very hard for those teachers in our school and for her kids in the school as well so look our heartfelt condolences go out to our family and look also Joe, um, a very poignant weekend as well uh, it's one year since Eamon passed and uh, you know we are thinking of, them, thinking of them all the time especially at the moment and when you see days like today when we're playing great football and so many girls out there who soldier for Eamon and look we're, our, our, our thoughts are with Eamon's family this weekend uh, and I think everybody in the whole country got to see what Eamon meant uh, to everybody in that brilliant documentary over Christmas show. Let's talk about your team. Laura Fitzgerald will get the headlines for the four goals but once again turnovers, defence, what you've been working all the way through the Cork and the Munster Championships. This, in my opinion, was your best defensive performance of the year. Absolutely. Look, we, I suppose we were reading a lot, a lot about what, what, the, what the Mead players would bring to, you know, Vicky and, and Emma. Look, they're super players but I think there's more, I saw one thing um, after one of their one of their games, you know, is it fair to have the two of them on one club team? But like, I, I, that's not what a team is. A team is more than more than more than more than a couple of players, and we think we have got uh, so many match winners in our squad. And I think what Breda Sullivan, the job she did on Vicky Wall today was outstanding. Emer Meany full back on Emma Duggan, uh, you know, unbelievable. Like you know, the amount of turnover. Emer had five turnovers herself, herself in the first half, and Breed kept Vicky, you know, to you know put so much pressure on her and kept with her for the whole game. So look, we're absolutely thrilled. Our scoring exploits, like we, I think we created. I was my stats man was telling me there, 35, 36 scoring chances. Like that's incredible for for. 
um, for any group in a, in a period of time. Uh, and um, you know, and we limited them. I think to eleven scoring chances. Like that's outstanding defence, Jor, and outstanding attacking play. And I think all over the field, um, we were here Wednesday night training, and I caught a chart that was going so well, and we were just bouncing. And I think they were they're so focused at this stage. They know what they've got to do. They've known. They've, look, we've one more uh, one more game to play. Um, it's going to be. It's going to be. That's going to be an unbelievable battle. I suppose the one thing is we're we're a small little bit worried that we haven't been uh, tested so hard so far and I don't mean that disrespectfully to any team but look maybe it's the fact that we're playing so well as well Jor so look we're delighted with the all round team performance there you know subs coming on making a difference again Ashton Cronin came on there like you know she was very disappointed our nights not to start like but she's played she's played brilliantly here against Cork last Sunday what a performance when she went down from the very first ball and look I think that's the beauty of what we have at the moment we have a very strong squad we're not overly worried if, if a player is injured and I think you know we've got so many good players all over the field as I said to you no one or two players makes any team um, well on behalf of everybody in the big red bench we're delighted to see you back another all Iron final and we're looking forward to covering after you well done Shane thanks very much Sean uh, Shane Rodin there of Moran Abbey very classy stuff from Shane at the start of that interview uh, as he spoke about a very tough week for the country following the death the murder of Ashley Murphy so very classy stuff there from Shane uh, speaking to Jar after today's win I'm uh, going to hear from Shane's opposite number now never easy for an opposing manager to talk after defeat particularly at a defeat uh, in the scale of this but uh, that's what Brendan Quinn did and he spoke to Jar. Dunboyne manager Brendan Quinn very graciously joining us here on the big red bench just after their All-Ireland semi-final defeat Brendan first of all I suppose look there's, there's no way of putting it other than Moran Abbey were excellent today um, this is still a very very good Dunboyne team and a team on the up but you had to play you had to admit that this, today was Moran Abbey's day I thought they were very lucky <laughs> no Moran Abbey was superb from start to finish um, the project wasn't the position the pitch where we, we, we won the battle today and you had to give them a huge credit for that from the, right from the off um, took their scores to opportunities tackled hard physical the way it's just really strong really strong so like we were felt we were in good shape coming into it maybe six weeks too late for us from the, after the game you'd say that but no no they were fantastic actually credit you got off to a bad start I mean if you can see two goals in the early stages of a team like this other than that though I mean you were you, you were you were putting as much as you possibly could in the first 10 minutes yeah, we probably got back in about the end of the first quarter close to it um, but they didn't stop they were relentless and when they got their chances you know they suck they sought out the goal opportunities very well and we probably had a bad spell with kickouts then for a while where we didn't contest them that well but they punished every time you know what I mean so you know we just, there's a video we looked at there for a lot for us to learn from watching them to be honest nothing yeah. better. we learned about ourselves but you'd watch them the way they played football they challenged every ball like the girl in the corner there threw herself at the ball at the end she gave a free away but she threw herself at the ball brilliantly so you'd have to commend everything from them but from your point of view today's a disappointing day but you beat Fox Rob Kevin Tilly to get here you've had a good season and a very good season sorry excuse me to get to this point where are Dunboyne heading into next year? I know you want to forget about this now as soon as you can, but this is a good team that you have still. This will be forgotten fairly quickly, I hope. Um, but no, we had a chat with the guards there. We have to remember that we just won our second county title ever in a row. We've just won Leinster. Um, if someone told us at the start of the year you're going to be Fox Rock in a Leinster final, we'd probably be delighted. But the ambition of the group is strong. Um, so we came here today expecting to win. Um, and we'll come back next year, hopefully, and get some stage like this if we can. That's Brandon Quinn there of Dunboyne speaking to Jar after today's defeat to Moran Abbey. Let's hear from some of the Moran Abbey players. Laura Fitzgerald, red hot form, unplayable today, four goals, goals for her. Uh, this is Jar's uh, conversation with Laura. Laura Fitzgerald, we've had a couple of after-match interviews where you've knocked in hat-tricks in consecutive <laughs> matches and now you've knocked in four goals in All-Ireland semi-final. How does that sound? Um, 
obviously <laughs> can't complain um, but look same as the last day it was literally all down to the girls out, out the field um, like they were a serious outfit today um, I know the scoreboard like probably makes it sound easier than what it actually was but like they were they were physical like they were really up for it um, but like since the last game we had really worked on starting the plays coming out from the back and really working it forward and like literally being 100% in front of goals I don't know what our percentages were in front of goals but um, I'm pretty good Laura yeah yeah <laughs> um, like that's what we'd worked on because um, we knew against a side like that we had to be really really clinical and like it probably showed that um, out there today but um, the, the work that went in for the last two weeks it kind of showed up in field there today yeah team effort because that's the thing your defence was on top from, yeah. from full back line all the way through I know you were there to finish off the scores but like the moves to get the ball to you but the way you've been defending and the way you've been turning over possession it must be great as a forward when you see that defence winning the ball and coming over with it 100% I mean like getting a block or like Maeve getting a save down below it's it's almost like getting a score up the field like Maeve pulled off a great save there in the first half and just the crowd got behind us it was it was as if we scored a goal yeah. it was incredible um, so massive thank you to the crowd as well like they were really really um, behind us today um, but like literally the work rate from 1 to 15 whoever was on the field was um, 100% and like that's what we've been asking for since the start of the year and people really showed it out there today another all earned final I'm really going to celebrate this one out tonight but another all earned final the, the opportunity to win three in a row I mean it's a fantastic run that you're on but to maintain that run a huge amount of work has gone into training and especially coming through Munster and the challenges that you've had must be really by though um, and, and you know encouraged by today's performance and alone the scoreboard Oh definitely I mean we're probably talking about 12 months work at this stage um, like we all put in our own work um, before coming back to group training at the start of last year um, it showed when we came back to group training everyone was hopping off the ground and just for everyone like even the, the effort that everyone put in over Christmas um, like we literally um, put ourselves into lockdown like you know mind yourselves make sure that we had numbers at training um, mind yourselves as best as we could and just the effort that was put in over training like we weren't really used to it coming back um, the previous years but it really really showed out there today and everyone's effort from one to however many we have on the panel all the management um, it was it was incredible and it just showed out there again today Well listen congratulations everybody in the big red benches delighted for you and we'll see you in the All-Ireland Final Thanks very much can't wait cheers Yeah that's Laura Fitzgerald in conversation there with Ger going here George chat now with Breed O'Sullivan Breed O'Sullivan the opportunity to win three in a row All-Ireland Finals is now there because you've reached the All-Ireland Final on the back of a terrific team performance and that's the thing it was a real team performance to beat Dunboyne today you must be through Yeah absolutely um, you know we knew coming in that it was going to be a tough battle and maybe the scoreboard today doesn't reflect how tough it actually was out there um, you know the conditions were hard the pitch was soft um, but as you said like it was an excellent team performance um, you know I'd love to see how many players got their name on the scoreboard there today you know the forward play was absolutely excellent and um, um, you know, our backs speak for themselves. You know, Dunboy only scored five points and they're absolutely brilliant as well. You got off to a good start and you, you've done that in a lot of the games throughout Munster Championship as well and in that second quarter you've kicked on. But you must be delighted with the, the defensive effort as you, meant, as you mentioned to keep it to five points. But the way you came out with the ball and distributed it into the forwards, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we've so many players that are so comfortable in possession and um, I think that comes with experience as well. You know, um, on all our semi-final day you might be a bit nervous but, you know, that could couldn't be seen from anyone out there today and um, the handling and everything was brilliant and um, you know great credit is due to all the backs as well for for, the, for their play today. How happy are you as well to get to play it here in Mornabi and in front of a huge crowd? Yeah you know um, 
it really is you know it really was an advantage to us today um, we've played loads of big games over over the years here and I actually don't think that we've lost any of them so you know we knew that that was an advantage for us coming down today and as for our supporters it didn't matter whether it was on here or whether it was on up in Dunboyne they would have been there anyway um, but we just want to thank them as well for their support today Well congratulations Bruce Sullivan looking forward to that and final well done Thanks a million That's Bruce Sullivan there speaking to John McCarthy after today's fantastic All-Ireland semi-final win just a couple of texts coming into us so traffic conditions uh, around the city still backed up the M8 northbound from Dunkel is still closed after an incident there so diversions in place through Glanmire elsewhere getting reports of a car on fire between Carrick Tool or between Little Island and Carrick Tool so avoid that uh, traffic there isn't moving bumper to bumper there so if uh, you're on the road uh, between uh, Little Island and Carrick Tool that's where that is so avoid that if you can alright uh, going to hear uh, more from uh, this uh, fantastic Moran Abbey team going to hear from Vicky Wall and Emma Duggan uh, Vicky Wall a disappointing day and a disappointing result but this Dunboyne team has made great strides to come out of Leinster and to get to this stage uh, as disappointed as you are the, the future remains bright for what is a very young team yeah disappointing being the key word there but uh, yeah look I suppose we weren't under any illusions of the team we were coming down to play today and you know you can say that we didn't we didn't perform to our standards today but can't take anything away from Moran Abbey today better side won um, and it's, it's still a loss at the end of the day it's not easy to take but um, yeah future is bright like we've we have a very young team and a few of them came in there the last few minutes and you know maybe in me they're used to us com- they're used to coming on when we're we're winning and kind of cl- seeing out a game whereas that's the complete opposite there so look I'm proud of every single one of the girls that puts on a jersey today every single day win, lose or draw so yeah there's a bright future for them win uh, Emma Duggan you hit the crossbar twice <laughs> in the last few minutes so just twice was it? <laughs> just to show you how frustrating it is it is a frustrating day but look you were up against a really really good team and a team that's going for their third all-earned in a row yeah I think the cro- hitting the crossbar probably Probably summed it up a little bit. Um, it just wasn't happening for us today. Um, ball wasn't going over the line clearly. But look, like Vicky said, um, really, really proud of the girls. The, the journey that we've come on. Um, we mentioned over there. We've been on probably seven years now. We started off in, as a junior team, and now we're competing with the best team in the country without a shadow of a doubt. I think they showed how good they are today. And like Vicky said, you can't take anything away from them. Um, I think they taught us a few tough lessons out there today, and we'll learn from them. And we'll be back again next year. Um, and just on intercounty side of things, you and Vicky and your Meath team lit up the Ladies Senior Football Championship last year, deserving All-Ireland winners, a fantastic moment for your county, but also a fantastic moment for ladies football. How much are you looking forward to 2022 and getting back to defend that title? Very much looking forward to it now after that, <laughs> getting back straight back into it. Um, yeah, look, really looking forward to it. I think we the, there's a big hunger in that group now this year as well to defend that title, like you said, and, and really prove that you know we weren't just a so-called one-season wonder or whatever you want to call it and um, we want to go on and we want to retain the title again and that's going to be the big challenge for us next year we probably have you know a different challenge facing us this year we're not going to go under the cushion of season or yeah. go as underdogs so um, you know we'll take it in our stride and, and hopefully another successful year to come Same for you Vicky looking forward to putting the me jersey back on? Yeah absolutely I suppose we'll have one or two days now after this to kind of come down from it all and then straight back to, to county training and um, yeah look I suppose um, it's been really nice to get this long of a journey with our club we know that everyone does like not everyone gets to do this and we've been lucky enough to do it for a few years now um, but yeah always looking forward to getting back into Mead and looking to push ourselves further and kind of improve ourselves this year definitely Well listen thanks for your time and the very best of luck next year Thanks, Thank you. thanks very much Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM and apologies to, to Vicky Wall and Emma Duggan uh, mistakenly read that as uh, more Abbey players they are of course Dunboyne players
players. That's my mistake. I do apologise indeed for that. Uh, going to hear from Gerard McNow, uh, who was in uh, Moorn Abbey for us uh, on a fantastic win uh, for Moorn Abbey today. I spoke to him just before he came on here. Okay, for more on uh, Moorn Abbey's incredible win today in the All-Ireland semi-final, joined by the hardest working person in the business, Ger McCarthy, who is in Moorn Abbey today. And Ger, uh, we know how good Moorn Abbey are and that All-Ireland semi-final just cemented that. Absolutely, Rory. I mean, uh, you turn up for an All-Ireland semi-final, albeit at home against the Leinster champions, and you kick over 6-17 and you restrict the Leinster champions to five points. You must be doing something right. They are a machine. Simple as that, Mornabi. And they were outstanding from first minute to the last minute today. Even in the last couple of minutes, there were subs who came on throwing themselves and blocking defenders down at one end of the pitch. You need Maeve O'Sullivan, even though she had nothing to do for much of the game pulling off three or four brilliant saves as well they are they are at the peak of their powers right now they were primed coming into the semi-final to take on Dunboyne a lot of people expected it to be a very close game including myself but after about 15 minutes um, when they had built a 2-5 to not 4 lead at the first water break um, there was only ever going to be one winner and uh, Mornabi had this habit of once they get in front it is impossible to reel them in and all the way through the Cork Senior Football Championship this year when we were reporting on them for the Big Red Bench all the way through the Munster Championship as well it was the exact same story once they get in front they're impossible to, to, to stop and they are deserving All-Ireland finalists We have to spare a thought though for John Boyle an All-Ireland semi-final for them a massive occasion yeah. to be steamrolled by that it must have been very very hard for them Joe it was heartbreaking for them um, and in fairness to them afterwards their manager Brendan Quinn he was magnanimous in defeat what can you say after a performance like that um, and we also spoke to Vicky Wall and Emma Duggan two Mead uh, All-Ireland senior inter-county winners who know Cork and know the Mornabby players very well they said the same this was just an awesome performance from a very very uh, well-drilled and well-prepared Mornabby team I mean you come all the way down from Mead to play a game like that you expect that you're going to be in the game maybe with 15-20 minutes to go but there was nothing they could do from the opening minute when Darren O'Sullivan got the first first goal um, to the point where she scored her second one after about eight minutes and then Laura Fitzgerald the Laura Fitzgerald show as we called it afterwards here's a player now who has scored hat-tricks in two of the three Munster Championship matches this year and now she's added four more goals in the All-Ireland Club semi-final it's a phenomenal run from a phenomenal player but Rory I think the big talking point coming out of today's All-Ireland semi-final is not the margin of victory or the fact that Dunboyne were so disappointing it's the fact uh, this Moran Abbey team is ready for another crack at a three in a row of All-Ireland titles it's the unsung heroes like Mara Callan, Anna Ryan Catherine Coakley and Emer Meany a special work for her at fullback she was uh marking Emma Duggan uh, Dunboyne and Mead's most dangerous player she did a fantastic job and restricted her to three points I think one from open play and then you add into that likes of Emer Harrington and Ellie Jack players we don't normally talk about playing fantastic roles throughout the game and the one thing with this and the one word I would use to describe Mornabi Rory at the moment is relentless you know when the game was pretty much won at half time three nine to four points they did not take their foot off the gas they tore into the op- opposition at the start of the second half and within a couple of minutes they'd added three goals this is a mm. serious team determined determined um, to win another All-Ireland and what better way to do it than to score 6-17 in the semi-final Yes indeed and um, I suppose you're <laughs> it's a simple statement but they're going to take some stopping in the All-Ireland final they are now they're playing Clamburn in the final a team they know well uh, from Galway they would have met them previously in All-Ireland Championships Like, but I guess what it, it was interesting something that Shane Ronan said to the big red bench immediately after the full-time whistle he said last week their last training session he finished it up early because they were flying and hopping off the ground and instead of trying to <laughs> G up a team heading into a semi-final he was actually reeling them in because they were kind of overdoing it that just tells you the hunger that's there it's one thing to come back and win your the Cork Senior Championship which they had lost to West Cork the previous year 
in the previous championship. It's another to put in three superb team performances in the Munster Championship. But today was a real statement of intent, Rory, an absolute statement of intent to anybody that thinks they're going to take their all Ireland the All Ireland title off Mourne Abbey easily is in for another is in for <laughs> for serious reckoning and. Like that all Ireland final in two weeks' time, and we're not quite sure where it is yet. It may well be in the Gaelic Grounds in Emmerich if available, but this is this is a team that has been uh, suffered the heartache of losing so many all Ireland finals and has won the, the last two. And based on today's game, like we haven't even mentioned Breed O'Sullivan, who was outstanding in midfield. We haven't even mentioned Kier O'Sullivan, who had another fantastic game, or Emma Coakley or Neil O'Sullivan around the middle. This team now is not just a, a two or three players that you're relying on for scores. They've got weapons all over the pitch and they've got weapons coming off the bench. This is this is a serious team ready to make it three in a row and it's going to take something very, very special to stop Mourne Abbey. Yeah, it certainly will. You can hear more from Ger on the Women's Sport Podcast on redfm.ie every Thursday at noon. Ger, thanks very much for that. Brilliant stuff. Oh, it was a pleasure to hear from Jerry McCarthy and fantastic win for today. Congratulations indeed to them. Rapidly running out of time, so we are going to look ahead to the Fitzgibbon Cup this week, which gets underway. UCC taking on at Mary Eye on the 19th of January. I was joined by uh, Cork Hurler, Glen Rovers Hurler and UCC Hurler Rob Downey at the launch of the Electric Ireland First Class Rivals campaign earlier on in the week. And I got a chance to speak to Rob about facing Mary Eye and his experiences uh, with Fitzgibbon Cup as all. All right, we are joined by UCC and Cork Hurler Rob Downey, who's uh, teamed up with Electric Ireland to preview the Fitzgibbon Cup, which starts next week. Rob, with uh, a mouth-watering clash against Mary I. It's never an easy game against Mary I. No, no, never. And I suppose it makes the small bit even harder because we're, we're away from Mary I. But, um, uh, and for, I suppose for a small college too, they've had some huge results in the last couple of years. But um, hopefully, look, we'll have enough to give them a good game anyway and hopefully get out of there with a win. Rob, what is it about the Fitzgibbon Cup that makes it so special? Um, I'm not too sure. I suppose it's probably playing with a mix of fellas from all over Ireland, really. I suppose, obviously, in Cork, we'd have a lot of Munster fellas, but, um, but there's a couple of Kilkenny fellas in there as well, and a few Galway lads as well in there as well. So um, I suppose it gives you an opportunity to meet new people and make friends, I suppose, um, outside of Cork. So, um, yeah, that's probably what's so special about it for me. Um, last year of course disappointment that it, it was cancelled I guess it was a frustrating year I suppose last year yeah it was probably it was a bit of a downer right that it was cancelled um, I suppose it was probably the first disappointment of, of 2021 but um, look when it got to now this year um, to go ahead we were delighted and looking forward now to getting going you're going into it as reigning champions that win over IT Carlo was just before the pandemic started in February two years ago feels like a lifetime ago doesn't it yeah Mad. It was literally just, I'd say, it was maybe two or three weeks before it started. So uh, it was crazy. And like you say, probably it just feels like it was three or four years ago at this stage. But um, no, um, absolutely delighted that it's going ahead again this year and looking forward, like I said, to, to going up to Mary on Wednesday night. What do you remember about that um, That win over IT Carlo? It was a, a cracking game, not much in it, and you had 14 men for, for the last 10 minutes or so. Was it a tough win and uh, you, you had to fight it out? Yeah, um, I just remember how cold it was. To be honest, it was it was uh, the wind was there was a gale force wind playing against us for large periods of the match. But um, we kind of came back. I think from maybe three or four points down. Uh, I think Darren Skibbon got a got the score to equalise it, and I'm not too sure what we won by in the end. But um, like you say, we did play with 14 men for uh, about 10 or 15 minutes in the match, so we kind of had to ground it out. But uh, no, when the final whistle blew, there was it was brilliant. You know, there was fellas. 
all over the place really to be honest and it was a great celebration so it was, a, it was a great old day some great talent in that uh, UCC team as well with the likes of Mark Coleman yourself Robbie O'Flynn Shane Kingston I mean like talent all over the pitch what's the squad like this year? Yeah um, it, it, it'd be very talented again obviously there's kind of talent literally all over the squad this year we'd probably hang on to three or four players from the team that played uh, two years ago now um, but obviously but UCC being such a big college as always a, a huge influx of players coming in um, every year so they're them there's a lot of new guys a lot of younger fellas which is brilliant as well like, and you know they're really pushing on now and pushing fellas to putting pressure on the fellas you know for starting positions What is it you're studying in college Rob? Uh, doing arts uh, economics and geography I'm majoring in How have you found that over the last couple of years I suppose uh, the college experience and, and the COVID interruptions I suppose to it? Yeah, it was a bit of a funny one. We were kind of online there one year for a full year. Um, uh, for the first couple of weeks, I suppose it was grand, and it kind of got a bit of an, it kind of got annoying after a while. You know, you kind of, you know, you kind of get lazy and out of routine and whatnot. But um, this year now again, we're back in there, which is it's it's way better. You know, it's a lot more structured and it gives you a better routine. You know, getting up and going for a couple of hours and coming home again, like so. Um, yeah, it's, I suppose, look, it was hard at the start, but you kind of get used to it. But thankfully, we're kind of back to somewhat normality now again. <laughs> it certainly is, all right. Uh, just very briefly, Rob, on, on Cork, I suppose, I'm not going to dwell on the All-Ireland final, but heading into 2022, um, some new uh, faces coming into the management team, the likes of Pat Mulcahy and Noel Furlong. It's going to be an exciting year for Cork. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Look, um, I suppose all we can do is kind of focus on ourselves and get ourselves into the into the best possible um mindset and, and shape we can for, for the for the coming season see where it takes us and for the Glen as well a new a new man in charge as well uh, in Mark Hennefick so exciting there for the Glen as well yeah yeah um, Mark is, in, in, is involved with us now as well so uh, yeah we're delighted and look I suppose same kind of goes with, with Cork as with the Glen just um, get ourselves into the best possible shape and see where that takes us as well you know yeah you must be rare to get back onto the field so we used to see next week Rob yeah, yeah. Uh, I suppose we got a bit of a break there after <clears throat> you know the county final and things like that. Like so, uh, back doing a small bit of training again and looking forward. No, really looking forward to the next Wednesday. Can't really, can't wait to get back on to the pitch. Excellent, Rob. Wish you the very best luck in that game next week, boy. Yeah, thanks very much, Rory. The Big Adventure Cork Red FM that's Rob Downey there speaking to me at the launch at the Electric Ireland hashtag first class rivals campaign as the Fitzgibbon Cup gets underway UCC taking on Mary I on the 19th of January in their opening game that's it from us thanks very much indeed for tuning in uh, congratulations to the Bars congratulations to Moran Abbey on two fantastic wins if you've missed any of it it'll be available on our podcast on redfm.ie or from wherever you download your podcast from we're back next week enjoy the rest of your evening Green on Red is next The Big Red Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM.